Um, I wanted to start off today by telling a, a brief story, and this was one that happened uh, during my time in college. Uh, one of these, one of the times we were sitting there in Bible class. This is a college ministry that I was a part of there uh, at A&M. And when I was there, one of the things is that I was there an extra semester. Because during engineering, you end up uh, doing different internships, and sometimes you take just a little bit extra time. At least that's my way of making myself uh, feel better about it. So um, with it, though, is that we were sitting down for a Bible study, and it was a Wednesday night. And we could tell that the pastor was a little extra quiet that evening. And we weren't sure what was going on. Well, of course, whenever there's a little too much quiet, what does Jason do? He talks a bunch more so that he can try to fill in the silence. It's just what I do. Well, in the midst of the particular Bible study, something seemed to stand out about it. And so, of course, I opened my big mouth. And what I said was, you know, everyone, is that if for some reason, if Rev K, Pastor Kruger was there at the time, were to not be here anymore, if everything here were to fall apart, then that would mean that all the work that he had done here had been for nothing. I mean, essentially, the only way that it's really going to matter is if it continues long before he's even here. And he turns and he looks at me. And you know that moment where you're sitting there racking your brain trying to think, Okay, what did I say? I said something wrong. I said, oh no, what in the world did I say? And he said, I just received a call from St. Louis to work with the president of the denomination, and I thought I was going to need to tell them no. And now I think I may need to pause and rethink my decision. So from then on, it was basically, Jason, why did you open your big mouth? Because he took the call and he left. And he went to St. Louis. And so the joke from then on is like, oh no, Jason, what, what are you going to say this time? With it, though, was realizing that at that moment, I was communicating something that I knew needed to be said at that moment. But what I didn't realize was that God was saying something more than what I realized. And that's the thing is that oftentimes we don't realize what God is saying if we don't pause to realize, are we even listening in the first place? See, that's the question that comes up when we hear the story about Simeon and Anna. See, Simeon is there in the temple, and Jesus comes in with his mom and his dad, and they're just carrying, well, with, with Mary and Joseph, and they're carrying him in, and somehow Simeon knows this is the Messiah. How? How in the world did Simeon know? And it says in the scripture that there's a part where it had been revealed to him that he would not pass until he had seen the consolation of Israel. He knew that he was going to see the Messiah, but at that moment, how did he know? How did he know that this was the Messiah? The thing is, is that oftentimes, God is speaking, but do we always know how to listen? Now, there are a lot of times whenever we ask how it is that God, excuse me, sorry about that, how it is that we know that God is speaking at a certain point in time? Now, we might pause and think about 
the idea of there being direct revelation, that there are angels and prophets, or even Jesus himself coming to speak. Now, if for some reason the angels decide to rip open the ceiling of the sanctuary and come and proclaim something to us, uh, number one, I think that would definitely do some issues with our insurance claims uh, for that coming here. Uh, but second is that you have to pause and wonder why would the angels need to come and speak with us directly when we've already had Jesus come to be our Messiah. So we're not really expecting to have some sort of direct revelation where the heavens open up and the light beams down and tells us something. But how else would God end up speaking? Well, God also speaks to us through his word. The thing is, is that all these different events, different proclamations, different stories of God working among his people were recorded in scripture. And we learn from those things. That's the reason why we tell our kids all these different stories in Scripture. That's the reason why it is that we make sure we continue reading and learning because it continues to speak to us. But there's also more to it. Is to realize that God is also oftentimes speaking at times through prayer, through the church, or even sometimes in circumstances that we're not even expecting. The thing is, is that we oftentimes take for granted, well, I have a relationship with God. That's true. But we're also meant to be learning in the context of one another. We're also meant to be encouraging and growing and seeing things through each other's perspective as well. And with that is sometimes we don't realize what another person is going through and at that particular moment, that circumstance is somehow speaking more loudly than anything that we can imagine. <laughs> Think about it. When was the last time whenever somebody said something to you, and at that exact moment you knew it was exactly what you needed to hear? Something that was communicating to you that you could somehow not get all by yourself. Or even more than that, is to realize that God is saying something to you and for some reason it has to come through somebody else. And that's the thing about where we see Simeon. There's any number of ways in which he would have realized that this is the Messiah. But would it have been compared to what he already knew about God? Because that's the thing about when God is speaking, is that he doesn't end up contradicting himself. It's easy for us to get certain mindsets and ideas of thinking, we have it figured out. We have some great idea of what we think God is trying to say. But then we don't pause to ask, is this how God has revealed himself before? See, that's one thing that we end up seeing about Jesus. Is that a lot of people at the time were trying to say that Jesus was contradicting what God had revealed in the past. But in reality, if you looked at everything that Jesus said and did, it actually was very much in keeping 
with what God had revealed throughout time. For example, they're walking through a field and they need to eat. So what do they do? They grab some stalks of grain from the field that they're at and they start munching. And what ends up being the accusation? You did work on the Sabbath. And yet at the same time, what were they really just doing? They were just eating because they were hungry. Or further, Jesus sees a person in front of him that needs healing. And instead of looking to see, okay, what time is it? Ooh, it's the wrong day. He instead says, this is an opportunity for me to do what my Father has sent me to do. See, the thing is, is that nothing Jesus did was actually wrong in any way, but that people had an issue with how it was being done. And isn't that oftentimes what we end up seeing about ourselves as well? Is that oftentimes we're so caught up in the way that we want church to be done. We want things done a certain way. We want things to make us comfortable with how they're done that we don't stop to ask, yeah, but what are we doing? Are we actually listening to see if we are following what God has called us to do? Or have we spent so long making sure it's being done the way we want to see it done that we lose sight of asking what God is actually calling us. See, that's the thing with this, is that we can oftentimes get so caught up in the way things happen that we miss out on what God is actually proclaiming. Because what was Jesus' mission? Repent and turn to God because His forgiveness and His salvation is you. But that's the thing about being prepared for the Word. If we are hearing what God has to say, would we even know it? But that's the thing. That's why it is that things are so important to be doing regularly. To regularly be in prayer. To regularly be reading the Scriptures. But also to regularly be in fellowship with one another. We take for granted this. We have so many things that are around us that are going to take up our time and our attention and our energy. And we take for granted one another. We take for granted the time that is actually meant to be spent praying together, sharing together, caring for one another, finding out what is happening in each other's lives so that we can actually speak words of encouragement and comfort and maybe share something that they needed to hear at that moment in time. But what we're so busy with everything else going in in our lives that somehow that falls to seven, eight on the list. But how often is God speaking and we're so distracted that we're not even ready to hear it when it's there? And that's the thing about this is that Simeon's story, as well as Anna, 
is not meant to be confused because the person that is following after God is meant to be the one who can also hear when God is speaking. That's the thing for us today. Because if God is actually revealing something to us, are we ready? If there is something that God is trying to convict you of in your life, would you even be willing to hear it? When we go back and look at the prophets, do they start off with just having something to tell everybody else? Not really. Look at Isaiah. What's the first thing that God has to do? You are a person of unclean lips, and you have to be prepared before you can speak. God is convicting you of something. Would you even be ready to hear it today? Or more than that, would you be willing to repent and change? Are you? Because if we're not, then how is it that God is going to be utilizing us to speak what it is he has to say? But more than that, do you actually believe that God is even doing anything in the world around us today? Do you? Be honest. Do you genuinely think that God is actually doing things in you, around you, through you, in the world around you today? Or do you think that that's just something that happened back in the Bible? Because if we want to truly hear what God is actually having to say, then don't we have to start by believing that He has something to say in the first place? But finally, is maybe the hardest part? Are you actually willing to follow? Because that's the thing about this is that God doesn't speak just to hear his own voice. God speaks because he's calling us to follow. Now, we have this new year in front of us. We've been through a lot of changes. There have been a lot of shifts. But frankly, there have been a lot of things that I think that we as Christ Memorial have to be honest about. We get caught up in a lot of things that don't matter. We do. But also, how many opportunities have there been for us as Christ Memorial to hear that God is calling us into something in our community or to share with others and we've just sat by? I don't want to sit by anymore. I'm, I'm tired of hearing stories of other people, what they've done with their church, and what it is they've had an opportunity to not only hear what God has said, but also to follow. I want us to be that too. Don't you? So this morning, as we are finishing up 2023, and all the craziness that we've had to endure with it, my question to you is this. Are you ready to hear what God has to say to us today? And are you willing to follow 